You're listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Wake Up with Patty Catter. Where each week, Patty will interview guests that will motivate, encourage, and inspire you. Now, here's your host, Patty Catter. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to my show, Wake Up with Patty Catter. And I, of course, am Patty Catter. Today, I have a lovely lady, Stacy, with me, Stacy McGovern. Welcome, Stacy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm, a, I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I have not had the pleasure yet of interviewing a police officer's wife. Normally, I've either interviewed the police officer or military or other different careers, but I really want to hear your perspective, and I know our guests do too. So first of all, I'd like you to tell our listeners just a little bit about your childhood, where you grew up, where you're from. Sure, absolutely. I grew up in Abilene, Texas, and if you're not familiar with um, Texas, Abilene is a really small town. Um, They call it the Bible Belt, so there's a church on every corner, and if it wasn't for an Air Force base and a couple of colleges, there would be no Abilene. There's no industry you know, nothing like that. It's just, just really an Air Force town. Um, but my mom, who I call the original um, entrepreneur, uh, I was raised uh, with her starting her first retail store, opening her first retail store when I was five months old. So I grew up in retail, grew up with entrepreneurial parents, and just always um, thought or expected that I would eventually own my own business. So really, you know, I can remember back 12 years old in the back room of my mom's store wrapping presents at Christmas time and checking in merchandise and, and that sort of thing. So just always knew that um, it was sort of uh, in my blood, if you will, the entrepreneurial bone and just always knew I wanted to do my own thing one day. So did you have one of those little cash registers when you're a kid? Um, do you remember those? I think it was by play school. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. And I, I would sit behind the counter and pretend like I was ringing people up and, you know, all that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So fast forward a few years and you meet your now husband, right? Right. Yeah. In 2005, I was actually um, a a sales rep for Nextel, if anyone remembers the the cell phone with the walkie-talkie built in. And I (laughs) I sold those phones to his police department. Um, And so that's how we met because I came in to do a training on the, the phones I had just sold them. And that's how we met. And he immediately the next day was in my my Nextel store trying to get a personal phone of his own. Oh, I'm sure he was probably, you know, those Verizon commercials. They're like, can you hear me now? (laughs) Right. He was trying to make me hear him now for sure. (laughs) Sure. He showed up to pick up his, uh, his Nextel phone with flowers. So yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. That was pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah. He he was, uh, he had some game back then. I guess so. Huh? Oh my goodness. So, um, you have this organization, actually, it looks like you have two organizations that you help with. Is that right? Yeah. We, in, um, 2012, we started point Blake safety services. And just from the perspective of being a police wife, I, I saw my husband need off duty work to, to make the ends meet and, and, you know, to help us be able to, um, afford anything extra over a police salary. And, I just came up with this idea. I said, you know, we, there really should be a marketplace out there for, for police and off-duty work where they can go pick up as much or as little off-duty work as they want. And then a schedule so they know what days they're working and they know when they're going to be off and they can plan and they can budget and all that sort of thing. And so I, I took my idea and, and made it a reality and um, won our first contract back in 2014. 
and it's just continued to grow ever since. So we now employ over 200 police officers that work for us in their off-duty time, and we have highway uh, contracts all over the state of Texas. So our officers are, if you drive by a, a highway construction project and you see police blocking a lane or, or um, following down a striping vehicle or something like that, those, those are what our guys do. Mm-hmm. We try to keep the construction workers safe as well as the citizens safe. That's interesting. And one of the points that you made was the salary of the police officers. It's insane to me how little amount our heroes are given for basically sacrificing themselves for our safety and freedom. So absolutely. And in in the smaller departments, it's, it's really not very much at all. A lot of our officers come from smaller departments and they actually make more working for us than they do in their full-time job, which is, it's really sad that, that it's like that, but, but it is. Now, do you serve just the state of Texas right now? Just the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, our situation is really unique because in Texas, a police officer has jurisdiction all over the state. Mm-hmm. So when we get a highway construction project that might run through several counties, because they have full jurisdiction, they're able to work that. Oh, or in, wow. in a lot of other states, police are only only have jurisdiction within their county mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, to take this idea and, and uh, put it out there in some other states. Right. And when I say just Texas, that's kind of a broad, big area. Texas could be its own country almost. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. We cover a big area. We have all of Dallas, Fort Worth, all the way down to Austin, all of West Texas, East Texas. So it's about 200 officers at this point. Wow. And if you're a police officer out there listening, how would they get involved in your business? How do they find you? Sure. If you need off-duty work, you just go to pointblanksafety.com and there's actually an off, a link that says officer sign-up page. Mm-hmm. So you put in all your, your information and um, once we receive that email, we send you out a packet that we need completed by um, you and your department saying that your chief um, or your sheriff allows you to work this off-duty. Mm-hmm. Um, real simple process mm-hmm. um, and we're always needing officers. So um, And you can work as much as, or as little as you want. Mm-hmm. As, many, as many days as you choose or you need to... Um, you know, help your family. Wow. That's really neat. Um, now the blue family fund, what is that? Well, in 2017, you know, my husband and I have been so blessed with this point like safety services business. We're now a multi-million dollar company and, um, you know, employ 200 officers. And, you know, we just looked at each other and we said, you know, how, how can we do more? How can we pay this forward or pay it back if you will? Mm -hmm. And so we decided to fund and start our own nonprofit, which is blue family fund. It's a 501c3 nonprofit, and we've been totally self-funded to date. Um, obviously, we take donations, but um, you know we're still getting exposure. We're still getting the word out about what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we provide financial assistance to families of fallen or injured officers or first responders, and we provide scholarships for dependents of first responders that want to pursue a higher education. Wow. So. In our, our short little two years, we've given out three scholarships and we've been able to help seven families. Wow. That is amazing. Some of the most giving people I've ever met are in law enforcement, uh, military, those who serve our communities, their families serve too. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's a tight, tight family. You know, it's very loyal. And, and, you know, I say that some of the most loyal people are police. It may take you a while to w- win, win their trust, but once you do, um, yeah, they're a friend for life for sure. It's true. I was going over, I had 23 applications come in yesterday and somehow yours was stuck in there. Um, I'm not sure when it was submitted, but 
as soon as I noticed police, I was like, oh, I don't know what this is about, but I'm doing it. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm reading and um, my grandfather retired from the Flint Police Department back in 74. So the year I was born, he retired. Oh, wow. um, but I heard all the old stories, you know. Right. Um, and then my dad, he volunteered for the Sheriff's Mounted Unit in um, Genesee County, Michigan. And I was a police reservist in Saginaw, Michigan, which a lot of people don't know this who are watching, but Saginaw, Michigan is, um, it was, and I think it still is the number one most violent city per capita. Wow. But when you're working law enforcement and you're building relationships within the community, you don't see it like that. You're seeing it as the people that you're helping. You don't see it as these bad people living there. So, right. uh, and then of course my husband was, uh, police officer and he was a diver on the sheriff's department team. So oh, wow. when I noticed your organization and all that you're doing, I was so in awe and inspired and had to have you on the show. Thank you for what I you're doing. Yeah. Um, I want to hear a little bit. I know we don't go into huge details about books because I want to get into the nitty gritty of who somebody is, but I also think it's important. You have a book coming out soon. Um, actually around the time that this podcast airs, I think your book will be out. So if we could talk about that real, you know, quickly, what is that book going to look like? Um, it's, it's really just my story and, um, some scalable tips to, help a entrepreneur do sort of what I've done, sort of how I, um, how I got where I am and, and what steps I took to scale this business. It is a co-authored book that's coming out. Um, so there'll be, I think, 11 other stories in there like mine. So it's not just me, but, um, you know, really it's, it's called Money Matters is the, the company that's producing it. So it really, um, you know, if you're interested in just learning how other people have gotten to where they are. You know, I, I hear so many times, you know, you must have been really lucky or you must have inherited it. And it's just so not true. I, I, you know, luck had nothing to do with it. I, um, you know, it's a lot of hard work. I spent two years building Point Blank Safety. You know, I started out as just a name and a business card, if you will, and mm -hmm. built it to, to what it is today. And no one, no one handed it to me. It wasn't luck. It was it was sheer tenacity and believing in my idea and being determined to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, that's, I like to, to share the story because it is very motivating to people. They don't realize sometimes how hard, you know, you know, it was two years of my life, which two years, I look at it this way in the big picture of life, two years is not that long, mm -hmm. but it was two years that I worked day and night trying to get it going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it is hard work. And, um, especially, you know, you have a lot of emotional things going on too, because with your husband being a police officer, that in itself, no, you're not out on the streets. But when, if you happen to turn on the news, sometimes you just, for me, I would just shut it off because I'm right. thinking, you know, it's talking about some officer who's injured or um, something going on out there that you just don't really want to hear about because that your loved one might be out there involved in all that or a friend, because especially, you know, so many police officers and are, right. um, like you said, it is a very tight community. Um, it's like for me coming from a police family, I hear of a police officer and I, if they need help, you automatically want to listen and help if you can. So, um, the blue family fund that is also in the state of Texas. Well, we're, fa we're started here. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. a, a state of Texas nonprofit, mm -hmm. but, and, and so far we've, we've only helped officers in the state of Texas just, you know, because of funding. I mean, we're, mm -hmm. we're new. And like I said, we've been self-funding it to date. So, 
you know, the more exposure we get, the more people learn about who we are. We're hoping to be able to expand to other states and, and help with other um, families of fallen officers or injured officers. You know, a lot of people don't realize that when an officer is fallen or injured in the line of duty, yes, usually there is some sort of payout, um, you know, for that happening, I mean, typically, mm-hmm. uh, but it might take six months, eight months, whatever, before mm-hmm. the family sees, sees any of those funds. So, you know, we've kind of found our niche is that we kind of step in and kind of bridge that gap because a lot of times the the officer may have been the only source of income for the family. So exactly. that eight months before there's a payout or or before anything happens is is a really crucial time. And you know, if the bills keep coming, no, mm-hmm. you know, out or not. So we really want to step in and 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 just relieve that stress. I mean, you have enough stress um, after someone passes or gets severely injured not to have to worry about your bills mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, where can people find you you online with your social media? Um, social I'm, media? Pretty much, <laughs> I'm pretty much everywhere. It's just at Stacey McGovern. Um, if you want to just learn more about me or it's Point Blank Safety Services and Blue Family Fund, you know, we're, we're on all of Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and I'm newly now on TikTok. So, oh, wow. That's exciting. <laughs> I love TikTok. I love watching it. I haven't really produced any videos for it because I'm watching all these people and I'm thinking, how are they doing this? Like, this is oh, really cool. So fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, self proclaimed hilarious on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to definitely add you as a friend then. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. Please yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Stacey, for being on the show. And thank sure. you so much for everything that you're doing because it's people like you who make it worth living. You know what I mean? Oh, like, thank you. There's a lot of people out there that are doing good. And I really like to highlight stories like you. You are awesome. You're doing great. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Be sure to visit www.pattycatter.com for the latest articles, podcasts, and swag.